in the shower, car, or on the can. As moms, we all know those are about the only times in a day where we are alone and sane, if we're lucky. That's why we created Mom Goal, a weekly podcast designed to give moms all they need to know to become moguls in 15 minutes or less. So lather up, turn up the volume, or stay secretly hiding in peace on the pot a bit longer. Let's go! Welcome back, Mom Girls. We hope you had a great weekend. Thank you for starting your week off with us again. Let's start it off right with health and wellness coach, Emily Pedroza Rodriguez. Hey, Ed. Thanks for joining us. As promised, Emily is going to walk us through four healthy habits for a realistic routine. All right, Emily, what is number one? I'm dying to know. My favorite word is realistic. We're going to talk about water first. What I recommend is that we aim for about 100 ounces a day. The role of the water goes towards lots of things. It makes sure that our body is flushing itself consistently and that it's also flushing away lots of extra fat cells. So if we are working towards a goal that includes losing, it's a real key component. And then you have all these bonus things that pop up. Our skin looks better. Your eyes are a bit clearer, more mental clarity. And um, 100 ounces might seem like a lot, but not so hard to do. So what's an easy way to get in that 100? Yeah, I need an easy way to measure. So it's all about the trick. Okay. We'd want to monitor it until we're hitting it and this just becomes how we're living. Let's say we plan on every couple of hours having 20 ounces of water. By the end of the day, you're going to hit that mark. Also, going a bit heavier in the morning Mm -hmm. is super helpful. 30 ounces within our first couple hours of being asleep, we're a third of the way there already. Right. So the thought of getting there at the end of the day is easy. Chug a lug in the morning then. So water is key. What we got next? Sleep. Hey, I know that this is a Mm. big trigger word (laughs) and it's very hard for a mom to have this part of the habit filtered in. It's really about understanding the impact and doing the best we can. And we're not going to worry about it. We're going to understand it and try to do good. When we're not sleeping enough and it's happening consistently, our body over time, it just like is under a bit of stress. All the time. Oh, 100%. Every time I lose out on sleep or I stop taking care of myself just a little bit, then I immediately get sick. Don't you? Yes. Yes. It's so important, Mm. but it's so hard. (laughs) And in the newborn phase, what's your tip for that? Because that's a difficult early time. We got to treat ourselves with grace. You're just trying to survive in the beginning. (laughs) Okay. Uh, You just try to get through your days. Once you start to feel like you can breathe a little bit, and this feels like something I can manage adding to something I'm actively working on, then that's the appropriate time. We don't need to force this in the beginning. All right, number three, activity. We want a realistic routine with activity. We're not signing up for two a days. We're going to really do what we can in a way that fits our life where it is. Oh, thank goodness. So the goal is we want to move our body daily. And then we're going to think of some ways of being active that we are down for. So make it fun. Make it something that feels like you. If we hate running, don't pick running. Definitely not picking running. (laughs) I'm not 
a runner either. I equate running to getting pat smears. That's how much I like running. I was just not built for it. Oh, me either. I would fake ankle injuries in the sixth grade. That's how much I hate running. I think sometimes we set ourselves up with that. We think, okay, weight loss time. Now I have to go and do stuff I hate, eat stuff I hate, exercise the way I hate. We're never going to stick with it if we do all kinds of stuff we hate. Yeah, we have to have fun. That's so true. I know a lot of people that are runners and they love it and they say you get past the two weeks and then you'll you'll learn to love it too. And I'm like, Mm-mm. go right. enjoy that. Yeah. I know. And Em, I feel like you're good at, okay, just do something with the kids. Have a dance party. Go for a walk. If you can't squeeze in a workout, just try and be active with the kids. Yeah. And I think that's important for moms to hear. It, it counts. counts. It's about the compounding effect of doing these things consistently and not skipping. Mm. And giving ourselves an out, saying, if I just do 10 minutes of something, I can check the box. I promise you, it's good enough. The key is, is I got to catch myself when I'm making excuses to skip it. Mm. All right. Number four, lay it on us. All right. This is balancing stress. What does that make Uh, you feel just saying it? Well, Kristen is a total stress ball. She's going to tell you right now. Yes. I I need to listen hard on this one because this is what I really, really need help with. It's a lot juggling it all. So Em, how do we help the stress a life of motherhood? Carving out time to meditate. We'd have to do it. The commitment would be three minutes a day. It's good enough. It's the daily doing of it that's going to make a big impact and you're going to see it show up and how you respond. So the bookends are like the morning and the evening. We can't control what happens in the middle of the day, but we can control how we start our days and what our nighttime routine is. So we're going to get up a little bit earlier. We're going to drink that water. We're going to be quiet for three minutes. And let's just get in that darn 10 minutes of movement. You have knocked out all of these really important things that you need to do to take care of yourself. And we're 30 minutes into the day. I love the analogy of the bookends, right? You can control the beginning, how you start your day, and you can control the end. For me, the waking up early, the meditation, I swear, you guys, it's like a magical power. I'm not Mm. lying about that shit. It really is. It is what got me out of postpartum depression. I can tell when I start my day off like that versus when I don't. And then how you end your day, trying to stop scrolling on the phone and waste another half hour when you could be sleeping. Because if sleep is something we're trying to get better at, we can control that wind down routine. All right. So us mongols, we get a 32 ounce water bottle, aim for three a day. We're at around 100. We got to focus on sleeping better, stop scrolling, control our bookends and throw in a little activity each day. With love and grace for ourselves, just about continuing to make the effort and be willing to try it another way until we get it. All right, mom goals, you guys stick around next week because M is going to talk about how to feel good without having to give up everything. Does that sound delightful? You can still have some tacos. All right, I will see you next week. Thanks, girl. Bye. Bye. All right, mom goes. We're back at it with finance executive and CPA Cynthia Clark, who is going to get into all of the details on wills. I know not a fun topic, but it's a discussion we need to have. Yes. All right, Cynthia. First question: Does everyone need a formal will? Yes, a hundred percent. It doesn't matter how much or how little you have. Everyone needs to have a will. Uh, otherwise, you know, when you pass away, unfortunately, the state will decide everything for you. It'll be expensive for your family, aggravating, time consuming. Not only do you need to have a will, but it also needs to be 
formal and legally binding. So you can't have the Grey's Anatomy post-it note. You need to make sure that it is official and formal so that it does count in court. Think about the icon that is Prince. You know, he passed away in 2016 and he did not have a will for his family. Now his estate is significantly larger than anything that any of us will even ever imagine. But, you know, at least four years later, his estate still has yet to be settled. And so it's stuck in court and his estate is paying tons of legal expenses. Wow. That's not something you want your family to be stuck with. No, no. I can't and, believe it's been four years. Sorry. Yeah. Rest in peace, oh, purple one. Let's just <laughs> done pearls for life. Yes, for sure. No, but it does make sense. It's like planning for it now makes for less headache and hassle in the end because while we don't like to think about it it's inevitable so i have a question and when it comes to wills what are the types of information that we should include in them sure so the main things really that you're focusing on for a will who is going to be that personal representative for you so who's going to handle all of your paperwork close out your affairs that role's really stressful, so you can pick someone that's a family member, you can pick a friend, or if you don't think anybody could really handle it, then there are professional services out there that you can also enlist to do that for you. The main one for me is definitely going to be, you know, guardian of your children. Really hard discussion to have, you know, with your partner or with your family, but if you don't name someone as guardian of your children, then the court is going to decide who they think your children should go to. And it's really hard because let's say you have only one sibling and they're financially irresponsible and maybe their boyfriend is a drug abuser and the court's not going to know that. Maybe they don't know that you're closest to your cousin, which is who you actually prefer. And so that's why you have to name who you want your children to go to in the terrible case that you end up passing away early. The other one is going to be the beneficiaries. So if you have assets that you want to name specifically, you have a special family heirloom that you want to go to your brother instead of your children because your children care less. If you want to set aside money specifically for college savings, whatever's left in your bank account, you want to split that. You know, all of that can be listed out in your will for sure. Okay. Okay. That's helpful. Now, Cynthia, how do you recommend setting time aside and making time to make this a priority for us? Right. Absolutely. Just like one of your early mantras that you had for your mindsets is you have to make the times. My yes. suggestion is set a calendar appointment for yourself. You have to start with the conversations around, you know, who are the best guardians for your children? So whether that's with your partner, if you're a single parent, you know, enlist the help of a friend or family member, start slow. So if you get through whatever you can in your 30 or one hour appointment with yourself and then set another appointment. I mean, just think of it like a dentist appointment. If you mm -hmm. have to do it, get started and then set a follow-up so that you don't let it drop off your priority list. I love that. I love that too. I'm going to go ahead and make my appointment. Mom mm -hmm. goals do so as well. And I am going to make the time. You, you heard it here. And Andrew and I are going to tackle this. And don't be like my purple savior prince over there and leave a mess for yourself. Keep it nice and organized for your family. And Cynthia, we'll see you around next week. You're going to dive into how people can dive in to making that will. First thing they're going to do to get started and then compare that between a trust. Sounds good. All right. See you then. See you next time. Bye. Bye. All right, mom girls, you heard that sound. You know what it means. It's time to talk emotions. This week, we're talking about one of our very definitions of being a mom girl, which is determining your own definition of success. Yes. 
the reason we want to talk about it with you guys is because we want this to be a place for all moms. This isn't just for moms who are, oh gosh, in order for me to be a mogul, I need to be starting my own business or I need to have this big creative idea and I need to be the CEO of a company. No, it is really important that you need to set your own definition of success. I previously had worked at E! Entertainment for 11 years and then I had my first child and decided I don't think I can go back to this lifestyle. I said I would think about it going back for award season and I couldn't do it. I ended up staying home with my daughter. Let me tell you, it's the hardest I've ever worked in my life. And then you add another one on top of that when I had a newborn and a toddler. I feel like I would have been one of those judgy people like, oh, she just stays at home. I hate that term. What? This is the most work I've ever done in my life. But had I not stayed home, I probably wouldn't have realized how hard it was. So I'm so thankful I got that time. Oh, totally. And when you're staying at home, there's no escaping it. You're in it all the time. All the time. And it really (laughs) is that identity crisis. You're home with the kids, but yet this is what you wanted. And you feel bad for feeling bad that you want to get away. Right, right. And you feel bad that you're not earning money. I was used to making good money (laughs) and being a contributor for the house. So that's a whole nother situation where you feel like you're not contributing. And I can remember Kyle saying to me, do you know how much a nanny would cost? And you're taking care of these kids that is contributing, but it's a hard dynamic to deal with. You have to decide what is best for you and what is success for you. If that is being the best homeschool mom, then be the best homeschool mom. Do what makes you happy. That's the biggest thing that I want to get across here is I've been on all sides of the coin, working, part-time, stay at home. It's all hard. And we're trying to get through it together. So we can't put each other down to say, oh, she just stays at home. Or when are you going back to work after you had the kid? It's like, bitch, I've been working. Okay. I've been working. You come over and get up four times a night and change all these diapers, right? And then ask me if I'm going back to work. I want us all to set our own definition of what makes us happy and what we feel like success is to us. If it's getting out each day and having a positive attitude, then that is your success. I love that. This resonates to me in a different way because me speaking to you all and putting myself out there through this amazing adventure that Raquel has asked me to become a part of is mom goal. To me, this has been my success because I am more of an introverted person putting myself out there in hopes that mom goals out there can relate to me and to you, Raquel, in that we're different people, both trying to get through every day be there for you, be that support system, be that family and that home and learn too. For me, this has been my own definition of success because this is so scary. Social media is scary. (laughs) At the same time, I'm learning a lot. I'm pushing myself out there in ways that I never thought I could do. I'm more comfortable behind the scenes, behind the camera and production. This has been a lot. And to me, I feel successful for doing that. 
I am so proud of you. And I know everyone is so proud of you because not everyone is like me who's TMI queen and comfortable just sharing. Lord knows what I talk about in a day. So (laughs) people can relate to you and I'm scared to come out of my shell. I'm scared to put myself out there. What are people going to think? And it's a scary thing. And a lot of people have social anxiety like that. So you're inspiring them as well. So you should be very proud. I could not ask for a better partner. Oh, thanks, Raquel. On that note, I just shared with you my definition of success. And now is your turn to use this as your mom goal mindset of the week and set your own definition of success. That's right. Say and stick with it. We'll see you next week. All right, mom goals. That's all the time we have. Thank you for sharing your time with us. And like what you hear, share with your friends and subscribe now and turn your Mondays into mom days. 